This might make some chicken in the kitchen with it with the whiskey. They wish it, they was kicking with this. Why not pay a visit? I'll be CT chilling. Pay attention. I'm What is going on, folks? I'm your host of the Ring of Discussions podcast, True Nelson III, reporting live from the bed. I am currently coming down with the sickness. I'm not feeling too well, guys. going to let you all know, um, but that is no excuse for me not to attend today's show. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying your day. Uh, you know, leave a uh, review of the show. If you enjoyed it, if you're new to the show, you know what to do. Subscribe to the channel. We officially have the website up. It is a Wix site, so uh, we still have some issues with that. We're going to buy a domain soon, but it's rod.com, or rod.com. RD community, my bad, ROD community forward slash Wix site or something like that. I don't know. Just go follow Instagram, Twitter. The link should be there for the post or for the website. Uh, gonna work on some kinks with that. We're always working and we're always improving ourselves. And uh, before I start off every show, I had something inside me before the show, you know, really settle in, especially when I had my talk with um, Alex Cupid. Um, you guys should go check that interview out. It was awesome. It was amazing having Alex on. I want to give words of encouragement, words of inspiration for those that may be battling mental health or just, you know, anything bad in life at the current moment. So today's word of inspiration or words of inspiration is always have hope, always have faith in yourself. You may not be religious, you may not be spiritual, or anything like that, but always have hope and faith with yourself. Life may seem short, life may seem long, and life may seem grueling, but know that you, you know, you'll overcome a lot of these things. Just keep your head on straight, and you should be fine, all right? I love you all. My hashtag, loyal, royal listeners, you know what to do. Um, follow the show, Instagram, Twitter, at T Hudson 3RD. Again, at T Hudson 3RD is how you can follow the show, and today, you know, what's going on this is the raw and smackdown review so i'm gonna start off with raw and let's just get on right with the show so firstly we open up with becky lynch and the mcmahon specifically stephanie and triple h coming out um discussing how she you know was suspended the only thing she has to do to you know not become suspended is let them know you know that she apologizes for the way she's acted towards the two specifically stephanie and uh she did and uh it took her a while Oh, no, no, she did later on in the night. She didn't do it now. So throughout the night, you know, others backstage, Finn Balor and other people, Alexa Bliss, were telling her, you know, uh, you know, Finn was like, you should apologize, get it over with, swallow the pill. Um, as for Alexa Bliss, she was like, you know, don't, don't do it. That's cowardly to apologize for what she was doing. So... I don't know. We'll see how this transpires. Either way, uh, we'll get into how this transformed into something even bigger later on throughout the night. Either way, loving this storyline so far. Pretty good. Then up next, we had a tag match, a three-way tag match with Sasha Banks and Bayley going against the Riot Squad versus Tamina Snuka and um, Nia Jax. And that match was actually all right. The, you know, one thing I noticed is that they're really trying to push Bayley um, you know, in the past, it seemed like they were just really trying to drive this whole Sasha Bailey narrative. Now they're really giving Bailey her own leg, which I'm starting to like. You know, uh, you know they're they're giving her something to really work with. And uh, although she did not win the match, and she won with you know our Nia Jax won 
along with Tamina, um, with the way that the match went, it was perfect. Uh, not perfect. It was it was very very good, but it wasn't perfect. Um, don't know why it wasn't, but you know I feel like perfect matches. This just wasn't it. It was really great though. If you get what I'm saying, there was just a few things that could have been fixed. Don't know what that that is, but you know what I mean. I'm, I'm not gonna continue to elaborate on that either way. Uh, with a kick to the face, a little 619 thingy, whatchamacallit, uh, on the ring post to, I believe, Sarah Logan and Tamina, or Nia, it was Nia Jax, Nia Jax. Had to watch that, like, three times to make sure I was watching the right thing. And, uh, yeah, uh, Sasha Banks was injured earlier on in the match by getting her shoulder rammed into the barricade, I believe, from Mandy Rose. So, um, not Mandy Rose, um, Sarah Logan, not Sarah Logan, oh my gosh. Liv Morgan. So that's how that went. Overall, the match ends off with the Samoan drop from Nia Jax, and uh, Nia Jax and Tamina are uh, going to the Elimination Chamber along with other women, which again I will get on later once we get to the uh, predictions for that. And that is this Sunday, which is fast. Meaning I'm going to lose some sleep, but I think that we don't have school on that Monday, so I'm, I may be in the clear. I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely see. Anyways, up next we had Elias coming out, and he was interrupted by the Lucha House Party. Uh, can I just say this? Kalisto has definitely got those mic skills. I'm, I'm liking that. Um, uh. Not mic skills, my god. Well, he's developing his mic skills, guitar skills. Let me rephrase that. And uh, with Elias playing, I guess, back to the heel gimmick, back to the heel role, after really being pulled out of that Bobby Lashley feud, uh, along with Leo, Leo Rush, and now entering this, I guess, new feud with Road Dog and Jeff Jarrett, which I'm going to assume is going to end off with them hitting him with the guitar or something like that either way uh can't wait to see how this transpires can't wait to see how this builds up as for lucha house party i can take them a bit more seriously now can't wait to see what other work they will be doing on raw as of right now though uh they killed it uh they killed it that's as best i can say they killed it compared to previous weeks there we go uh, so yeah, up next we have Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre going one-on-one, -on -one, and this turned into a bigger match afterwards after a uh, interruption from Bobby Lashley, and um, with the way that this match turned out, uh, Finn Balor won via disqualification, which led to a six-man tag match, which was called during commercial commercial my gosh commercial break um that consisted of one side the heels team drew mcintyre bobby lashley and baron corbin um defeating finn balor or not defeating finn balor but going against finn balor kurt angle and braun Strowman, um which braun Strowman came in a bit later and uh pummeled i believe it was drew mcintyre and I think it was specifically Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. I could be incorrect. Either way, uh, you know, with the face team and the heel team, you know, seeing Kurt Angle actually move around in the ring, I'm really liking that. I'm really, really liking the way that Kurt Angle was still able to pull it off, even after being like a 20-plus year veteran in sports in general. So, uh, well, probably longer than that if we're, if we're, you know, talking about collegiate sports as well as high school. So, uh, you know, his, he's still in shape. And as for... Braun Strowman and Finn Balor, WWE is, I'm hoping, really going to be strapping the Rocket onto Finn now, so can't wait to see what that leads to, but either way, um, the face team wins at the end, and I was quite surprised, so uh, we'll see how this uh, goes on to 
throwing fast lane if that makes sense you know with fast lane or anything that happens at elimination chamber we will uh will we'll definitely see up next we have nikki cross going against ruby Riot, in which i did not know was supposed to be for uh the uh the, the raw women's championship contender match um which will have ruby Riot going against ronda rousey which that is something that i definitely did not see coming so you know i feel like wwe has been building up this uh has been building up ruby riot and the riot squad in specifics uh and i was surprised that nikki cross and her uh faced off and i was surprised that nikki cross well lost seriously um either way good it was an okay match nothing too spectacular only thing is the blew me away is ruby riot will be going against ronda rousey which is very random but you know wwe something will uh definitely happen that will make this uh feud actually worth it uh maybe we even get a, a ruby riot full-on push i don't know we'll see either way ruby riot wins with a riot kick uh and with a pinfall and boom nikki cross loses up next seth rollins you know comes out and talks about brock lesnar and how he is going to slay the beast he is going to go to mania and he's going to win that title and next thing you know we had dean ambrose come out thinking that dean ambrose was going to come back and uh, roast roast on your boy seth rollins um instead he uh, says i just have a few words to slay to you you know slay the beast and if that's the case, this could be a Dean Ambrose heel turn, especially in a heel turn face turn, especially with the talks of him possibly leaving WWE after Mania. Maybe what we're seeing is, you know, him slowly, you know, and I'll get more to this with his match with EC3 that comes up next. But uh, maybe this will be leading to a feud with him and Seth for the Universal title. It's just a tease from WWE about his contract release or we could just be seeing Ambrose, you know, giving the up and coming talent a uh, a good look if you get what I'm if you get the gist. And I think I'll get into more of that right now and I'll talk about EC3 going against Dean Ambrose in which uh I'm glad that EC3 is uh he's he's actually pretty good. I've not seen too much of his work. Uh, so far, I'm liking them. I don't think I really had any complaints. I like what they're doing with Dean Ambrose. Just can't wait to see how this feud uh, leads to WrestleMania. Maybe we have a WrestleMania match between these two earlier in the card. Later on in the main event, we have Dean Ambrose come out, come out once Seth Rollins wins and do a turn on him. I don't know. Either way, I'm liking the way that Dean Ambrose is building up, you know, the new star of EC3, and this could possibly lead to an EC3 Universal title win with, you know, something with, you know, that and Seth. I don't know. Uh, either way, I'm liking the way that this is going. Only thing is, since I did not do a review last week, I'll just mention it now, EC3's silent, you know, gimmick that he was going through, the mute phase that he was going through, hopefully that's officially canned. Um... But he looked good, so I'm glad WWE seems that they're seems like they're going to be using him in the right fashion. So, all right, match, nothing, nothing crazy, and uh, Dean Ambrose defeated EC3. So that was that. Up next, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable go against the Revival in quite a surprising match. Um, we actually had the Revival win the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship Psst, with an S. Uh, 
yeah, I didn't pay attention to the match too much. All I really, you know, saw was the moonsault from Tag Gable and then another attempt to do a flip or something, some type of high-risk maneuver. And this turned into a revival move. Don't know what the move was specifically called. Come on. We're on Bleacher. <laughs> oh, God. Great. I've got I've got snot on my shirt, guys. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to continue doing this. Either way, um, we get a knee to the face or two knees to the face from um, Scott Dawson. Was it Scott Dawson? Scott Dawson, I believe. Yes, yeah, Scott Dawson. And uh, right to the face of Chad Gable. And this causes Chad Gable to get pinned after being stunned by that knee to the face. And I'm quite happy to see that the Revivalists finally won the Tag Champs. I was surprised that they did not get anything for quite a while now. Uh, they've been on TV for a good minute. Especially with the whole Royal Rumble incident. If you guys don't know about that, go watch the, or go listen to the Royal Rumble review. Um, my Royal Rumble review on that with the whole Frankenstein tag team, I mean, that's pretty straightforward, you don't have to listen to the review for that, it's just, with, I believe it was Razor and Scott Dawson, as a tag team, in the kickoff show, it was just completely unneeded, either way, glad to see the Revival has the championships, just gotta keep it on them, as for Rude and Gable, don't know what this means for their future, we will see, and then, finally, we have Becky Lynch, and, um, her having to come out and apologize and she does it she apologizes to steph and trips but this did not turn out the way she thought they were not two-faced they were up and straight unless you know we get something leading up to mania that says you know otherwise or post mania that says otherwise as of right now though charlotte flair will be going against becky lynch or no, becky lynch against ronda rousey for the raw women's championship at Mania, which makes me believe that Ruby Riot's definitely not going to win. Uh, and I mean, just seeing that matchup between those two, she's not going to win. Unless WWE pulls some type of fast move on us and maybe Ronda wins it back at Fastlane or something. You know, maybe we have like, you lost against Ruby Riot and stuff like that. She comes back at Fastlane. She knocks it out of the park and completely amazes the crowd. And then next thing you know, this builds right back up to Mania. That could be a possibility. But I highly doubt it. As of right now, uh, Charlotte Flair gets put into the main event scene. And uh, yeah, so I saw a post. Oh, this is from Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon, not the post, but Vince McMahon declared that Charlotte will take Becky's role in the match against Ronda um, due to her, you know, basically saying, you know, you don't deserve it. Or it's not fair. Um, I don't know how to really phrase that either way. Vince was not cool with Becky, you know, just getting a free pass and just doing that. So instead, he put Charlotte in that position. Either way. So there are people online talking about, you know, or I saw a meme, you know, with men not appreciating that, you know, or men fan fans or fans that are or men wrestlers, men wrestlers that are upset that women will be in the main event. If this is true, which I highly doubt it, but if this is true, come on now. I mean, let's be real. These, I've been more interested in this storyline than any other storyline at the moment. So, 
that kind of says something. Uh, I've been more interested in the women's storylines in WWE as of recently than the men's. So if this is true, stop it. If it's not, then if you guys are supporting it, awesome. Which I I I believe that they're supporting it. So the one thing I also want to say is I probably after my discussion with Alex Cupid and really thinking about it, I will probably not be on even though I saw this post on Instagram on Twitter as much as I used to be due to a lot of negativity and just being on there too much and has become uh, social media has become an addiction. So I need to move away from it. Nothing too serious, but you know what I mean? It's become a part of my life. I do it to connect with you guys. I do it to connect with wrestlers, but as of right now, I need to like really, or for a long time, I will not be on Twitter as frequently. I'll be there to check on some updates. That's really about it. Other than that, I will be primarily on Instagram. Still follow the page on Twitter as well. Um, but as for that, you know, just stop the wrestling fan drama. Stop the drama's not needed, guys. Um, the one thing I can say is wrestling and the people in wrestling uh, and just you guys in this show, I don't think you understand. And I'll t- probably talk about it a, a day when I do an appreciation video um, like I did on my, you know, YouTube channel like ages ago, like really a year ago, but ages ago. I appreciate the people that listen in week in, week out, or if you just listen to the show one time, it really means the world to me that you guys listen. This show is therapy for me, um, and it means a lot that you guys, you know, have your opinions, and it means a lot to have the wrestling community just as a whole, you know, have different opinions, but guys, just don't fight. Like, we're in a world that's already toxic enough. Just stay out of it. I'm guilty of it. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I'm, I'm a saint. I'm guilty of, like, just, you know, I'm a human. I'm just going to keep it like that. And with that said, it's time for us to all make the right decision. And just be careful of what we do and what we say on social media. As well as, you know, how we, you know, present ourselves to certain people. Especially, you know, people that are trying to, you know, make a living by entertaining us. So, just appreciation all around. But I appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, I'm quite sure the, the, the wrestling drama surrounding this whole women's main of Crap, I just put my phone right on my, my mucus chest. Um, this main event will, will definitely rock. So, hashtag support women's wrestling. Hashtag wrestling for all. Hashtag equality. You know we are in this piece. Anyways, folks, we're going to go for a quick break. Give my time some self to uh or give myself some time to recuperate. And we'll be right back with the final part of the show, the SmackDown review. Alright. I, I got alright, let's go. Let's let's just turn this off. Alright folks, we are back from break. Hopefully, uh, we get through this thing without any sneezes, am I right? I, I hope I am. Anyways, we're going to kick off SmackDown talking about the Usos coming out and addressing the McMiz, uh, the tag team of Shane O'Mac and the Miz, which uh, I'm actually starting to buy this whole Miz face thing. Um, either way, I love the Miz. Nostalgia right there. Uh, he's debuting like oh five oh six um and he's still killing it today so even after the whole skater short fingerless glove socks on uh on near his kneecaps and 
whatever the heck else he was wearing, the fedora thing. Either way, uh, the Miz has still been on the streak of killing it for the past 13 plus years, and Shane O'Mac has been killing it, you know, since before I was, when I was literally in, before I was even a womb, before I was even thought of, Shane O'Mac was killing it, uh, or about a couple years before I was born. Anyways, uh, this tag team so far, I'm liking it a lot, I'm loving it a lot, and I also love the Usos, so this was not tough for me, because I've been sticking by Shane O'Mac and Miz's side for quite a bit now, even after the Royal Rumble win, and before the Royal Rumble win, uh, a bit skeptical of how the Miz was acting, but I'm liking this whole Mick-Miz situation, situation, either way, Jimmy and Jay Uso come out, and uh, they they turn the tables on the two, and they're like, you know, we're gonna get those championships back, you know, those championships are ours, and, you know, The Miz and uh, Shane O'Mac doing a little foreplay thingy, whatchamacallit, of course not that type of way, guys, stop being so dirty, you know what I mean, uh, with the two, and doing a little shtick, doing a little skit with, uh, Jay and Jimmy, which I still don't know who is who, but I'll figure that out soon, someday, right? Can you guys let me know who is who? Um, anyways, end off the segment with uh, two super kicks and uh, to both Mick, Miz, and Mick, Miz, McMahon, Mick, Miz, Miz, you know what I mean, Mike Mizanin and Shane O'Mac. Um, they're bringing up Maurice uh, and bringing up Mandy Rose. It was just they were throwing it all. They were roasting. They were they were getting in that butt. Both of those they were going back at it. So loving the way you know this feud has been built up. Uh, loving the USO penitentiary thing. That's you know I've never really seen or heard about that. I know I knew what it was, but I didn't know know what it was. And it's just a little catchphrase thing that they do. So. Now that I'm actually able to watch SmackDown live, live, and Raw live, live, um, I'm able to catch things more, so and I'm able to actually enjoy the show, rather than just watching the highlights, which I still watch the highlights to catch more, to let you guys know more details if needed. Um, but either way, the build-up between these two teams is something I'm looking forward to. Uh, if the Usos win that uh, that uh, t- the, the titles... I'm cool with it. If the Miz and Shane Mac keep the titles, I'm cool with it. Just make sure that the feud is something that is worthy because it's pretty good now. Especially the whole quiche thing. If you guys heard the quiche thing, the Rikishi, quiche, but you know, quiche as in one of my favorite meals to cook. I'm a cook, guys. Yeah, you didn't know that. Either way, up next we had Naomi and Carmella going against Mandy Rose and Sony Deville and the Iconics. A uh, really good chemistry when i say chemistry whether that be good or bad between you know mandy rose and naomi with this whole looming storyline with jimmy uso jimmy uso i believe it was jimmy uso let's, let's go with jimmy uso um but with you know naomi having her eye specifically on mandy rose and mandy rose running around like the frantic scared hill that she is um you know they it, it, it's a good build-up so i can't i i already know who's gonna win this feud and i talked about it recently uh, and there's a lot of things that I do want to address about things I've said recently in which I'm like, okay, looking back at it, I don't really agree with it. And I've had to really remove a lot of listening to wrestling podcasts and other forms of media to really get my own opinion. 
and give you guys my straight up opinion. So as for until I get myself really, really conditioned with the show and things outside of the show. Um, but as for this whole Naomi and Mandy Rose thing, and I said that, you know, they shouldn't have to be built off of man and that they, these two could just have a different storyline that can be, you know, more epic or just a different, you know, format or different motive for Naomi. I think that this is actually built up the perfect tension. They're not just treating them like the early 2000s divas, quote unquote divas, uh like they were used so you know they're actually being treated like women wrestlers and they're still killing it um this match was actually really good i was really I'm, i like smackdown a whole lot more than i like raw i can keep my attention on it more uh and i definitely did throughout this match sony deville looking awesome in this match carmella and naomi's chemistry especially carmella uh i'm really digging it i'm liking face carmella and uh yeah so naomi and carmella at the end of the day defeat mandy rose via pinfall and sony deville and the iconics so naomi and carmella are your winners and they will be going on to the match at the elimination chamber this sunday and then up next we have charlotte coming out and doing this whole praising becky but you know she's not really praising becky and you know saying like the fans or you know you guys are praising becky and you know it's the lambs following the herd or whatever that old reference is she didn't say that but you, you get the gist uh and now she's like i'm going to mania and uh yeah so good storyline good promo uh it was a good build up i thought that we we're gonna see becky lynch come out at the end but no no becky lynch so otherwise it was a fairly okay promo i don't know really how to you know elaborate off of that can't wait to see the match with ronda i guess is the best thing i can say uh i would have wanted to see becky though but things happen for a reason i don't know we will find out some other time now, won't we? Anyways, we start off with a series of matches this night that really made, you know, SmackDown amazing. Like, blew it out of the water. Something that was completely unexpected. So, we first start off the night with something that I did not even see. Uh, but AJ Styles being defeated by Randy Orton via pinfall. I can't say too much about this because I did not see this, so I'm not going to say you know too much or go into detail on this. Um, I can just report from CBSSports.com that Orton's music hit, and as quote Orton's music hit, and as Styles was staring at the entrance ramp, waiting for his opponent, the Vipers slithered into the ring from behind. Put AJ- oh yeah, I did see this. I'm I'm a bit slow there. Either way, uh, wins with the one two three. This will come up later on once we have AJ Styles going against Kofi Kingston and that build up and uh, it was via submission. Up next, we had Kofi Kingston defeating Samoa Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe. And this was a very, very long match. Uh, it was not an Iron Man match, but Kofi Kingston outlasted Samoa Joe. And uh, according to CBSSports.com, Kingston, who has surpassed the 45-minute mark in the match as he continued to impress, survived an intense battle with Joe by countering the cookie in a clutch, using his feet to push all the top turnbuckle and pin Joe's shoulder to the mat for the shocking win. So I, I would have not expected Joe to lose that match, but 
I'll get more into why I did not expect that and what this could lead to. Up next, we have Kofi Kingston defeating Jeff Hardy. I kind of expected this um, after having the match with Samoa Joe. And uh, it was pretty cool to see Samoa Joe. Not Samoa Joe. It was pretty cool to see uh, Kofi starting to really pick up some steam uh, with his uh, New Day brothers. So we'll see how that picks up. Either way, we have something very surprising. Kofi Kingston defeated Daniel Bryan via pinfall. Now, this is a game changer. So on social media, uh, you know, a discussion about how, you know, or a brief post about how Kofi Kingston could defeat, you know, Daniel Bryan to become the champion or, you know, this could change the way that the New Day is looked at, you know. And I was thinking recently, and I think I even said on the show, like, the New Day is not the same anymore. Not in a bad way. They're just not the same as they used to be. So this could be a new trajectory for both the New Day as well as Kofi Kingston, possibly getting him the, you know, chance to become WWE champion. So, uh, yeah, that right there, you know, ended off the night. Kofi Kingston won the main event of SmackDown against Daniel Bryan to win the opportunity to become a WWE World Champion. So, the WWE Champion. And then, we had Randy Orton come out. And, uh, he, he, he wanted a chance at, uh, he, he wanted a chance at Kofi. So, we'll see how this, you know happens we'll see how this plays out you know i was thinking this could have been and i just saw mustafa ali's name uh i didn't see if this is associated with this i could be incorrect or not but uh you know with mustafa ali making the promo that he made which i'm seeing on cbssports.com but i'm also thinking about again when he was out in the snow and at home or whatever he was doing recuperating from his injury maybe this is you know kofi kingston's you know this is supposed to be meant for mustafa ali instead kofi kingston is taking that role I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to see. I'm all for Kofi as a WWE champ. If you guys know, I'm all for my fellow brothers and uh, anybody beyond becoming a WWE world champ. So, we'll see how uh, this happens. Heck, we could have Kofi Kingston as our first you know, African-American uh, world champ uh, for WWE. Or WWE champ, not world champ. Booker T was that. But our uh, our first WWE champion represent the company, go out with a bang, or continue with the bang. But that is it for today's show. You all for the SmackDown Raw review. I enjoyed both shows this week, and I hope you all enjoyed listening to this show about me reviewing another two shows that I like listening. I'm gonna recuperate from whatever type of cold that this is, and I will be back later on this week, uh, possibly Saturday or Sunday. Still planning on that. Stay tuned. T House and Theory on Instagram. Uh, stay tuned because I'll probably post. Whenever I've uploaded a new podisode. Um, anyways, you guys have a beautiful, safe, loving uh, night. If you guys are with family, please enjoy and love your family. All right. You only see them once, you know, so enjoy them while you have them. If you're with friends, enjoy them, you know, because you're only going to enjoy them once. So enjoy them while you have them. If you're by yourself, love yourself. You know what to do. Going to get back to inspiration. I love, and you know. Whenever I'm feeling down or whenever I feel like I need to let you guys know that, you know, everything's going to be all right, I'm going to let you guys know everything will be all right. I love you all, and I'm your host 
of the Ring of Discussions podcast, Truman Hudson III. And that's my guest, Alex Cupid, said on our interview previously. You guys should go check it out. Always forward. And as in the words of Luke Cage, always forward, forward, always. Alright, I love you all. Have a good night, good day, good evening, whatever you gotta do. Have a good one. Peace out.